I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John. John is a friend of 40 or more years, and I have known him and watched him and and just admired what he has done through his business life. And to have him sponsoring this program with his company, oh, isn't that great? That's the best it gets, folks. Good morning. Glad to have you tuned to my program this morning. We'll be here for the next two hours, we being Mike Bass, running the boards and answering the phones, and Neil, answering the questions. So pick up the phone and give us a call, won't you please? I'm live. I'm ready to roll. It's hot out there. going to be hotter. It's not too bad right now. Good time to get your work done. It's uh, 800-288-WBAP. Let me have a, a hand in, in decisions. If you have some, I'll be glad to help. Any advice I give you didn't cost you anything. You can throw it away if you don't like it. 800-288-WBAP, 800 288 9227. I've been doing this program at this frequency uh, for 11 years now, just about to finish up my 11th year. And uh, before that, uh, 30 years and two months at another frequency. And before that, two and a half years at a third. And all three of them are going to celebrate uh, their 100th year in radio sometime before long. Uh, the, the first one uh, has changed to KLIF, now that frequency. So it's uh, nice to work at legacy frequencies and legacy radio stations. So that's cool. Uh, this might turn into a career for me as well. So I love doing this. It's nice to have you tuned this morning. Let me give you that number one more time, and then we're going to join Steve Huddleston from the uh, Fort Worth uh, uh, Botanic Gardens and uh, the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. The phone number to call me right now, live, and be ready to go on the air, 800-288-9227. As I mentioned, Steve joins us every Sunday at this time with a report from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. He is public relations manager of that garden and of Brit. Steve, good morning. Well, good morning, Neil. How are you? Always, I'm doing fine. Always nice to hear from you, and you have three plants you want to talk about today. And I'm going to start out by saying on the first one, mine froze. Did you have any freeze damage on American Beautyberry? Well, we still have them in the garden. Uh, so I have I have mine, but they were slow to leaf back out again, and they're there, but they're not. They don't look like they normally do. They'll come back. I'm willing yeah. to wait. So I don't mean to take you off course right before you even start. So let's uh, let's just refocus you. I have now adjusted you and go with your report. <laughs> well, this is, yes, I'm talking about American Beauty Berry. Typically, this is a shrub I talk about in the fall, Neil, because it's then that we notice those beautiful clusters of iridescent purple berries lining the stems of this native shrub. But uh, this is, as I said, it is a shrub. It's about six feet tall and wide. It does well in dappled shade. Um, but in order for those berries to appear in the fall, the shrub has to bloom in the spring, and they're blooming right now. I wouldn't say the flowers are showy, but they're noticeable, and they're just a, a light, dusty pink, kind of a, a feathery-type uh, texture, and these flowers are, appear in the axles of the leaves. That's where you can see them right now, just a light, dusty pink, and then later this summer they will turn into those beautiful clusters of berries that we always talk about in the fall. Mm-hmm. They are, and, and unusual berries, just beautiful. Iridescent is, is exactly right, and arranged on the stems in a way that's quite unusual, just clustered yes. in whorls. So that's a really pretty plant. All right, number two plant. Well, that is buttonbush. This is another native shrub or even small tree. Uh, it's a multi-stemmed shrub or small tree, which can get as tall as 
12 feet or in some cases taller. I have one in my backyard. Typically, these grow at the water's edge. I've seen them growing around the lakes, you know, Lake Mineral Wells, Lake Grapevine. They grow at the water's edge uh, and do very well there. So this is a great plant for a low, wet spot in the landscape because they do appreciate moisture, although mine gets by without a, a whole lot of moisture in the backyard. Uh, but anyway, the uh, this plant has ovate leaves up to 8 inches long with a glossy upper surface, and then the lower surface is duller. White or pale pink flowers are small and form a flower head resembling a pincushion about an inch in diameter. These are forming and blooming right now, just about an inch wide, uh, and these flower clusters, these flower heads, absolutely cover the shrub this time of the year. These flowers are extremely fragrant, just a wonderful uh, very sweet fragrance, almost like uh, mimosa blossoms. Uh, and then these flowers will eventually yield masses of nutlets that persist through the winter. Uh, ducks and other water birds and, uh, enjoy these seeds during the winter. This is a spreading, much-branched shrub or small tree with many branches. Uh, and you know what? We even have a dwarf variety in the garden. It's called Sugar Shack. That one gets about three to four feet tall. Uh, so you might consider that for a smaller location if you want the same flowers that bloom. Fall color, not much to write home about, just yellow and then brown. Uh, but two, two different sizes, the 12-foot 12 12 size or the, the dwarf size of sugar shack, either way. Okay, and Cephalanthus is the, is the genus, right? Yes, Occidentalis. Mm-hmm. Cephalanthus, Occidentalis. That one is kind of hard to say for for some folks. I, I looked at it and worked on it phonetically. Button bush, <laughs> button bush. All right, your third plant is porter weed, and I'm going to let you handle that scientific name. That one is all on you. Well, how about I just skip over it? <laughs> Actually, this is porter weed. It is Stachytarphida. I can say that much. Stachytarphida, and it looks as if it's Cayenneensis. Cayenensis, anyway. it looks like. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a yeah. mouthful. I saw that. I thought, I that one's for Steve. Go ahead. Yes, there we go. But anyway, we just call it purple porterweed. Uh, it's a summer uh, tropical. We must treat it as an annual because it is native to the subtropical and tropical parts of the Americas, and therefore it must be treated as an annual here. But we have put this plant out. Uh, it's blooming already. It gets about three feet tall. It, it forms a kind of a bush and uh, features bright green attractive leaves and then spikes i mean spikes that are maybe you know six eight inches long of little purple flowers that are very showy and attractive to pollinators this is one of the most asked about plants that we have in the garden uh typically we put this in our conservatory during a butterfly exhibit because it's a great pollinator plant but uh anyway we have it out on the grounds already this season and is blooming beautifully and attracts a lot of attention, not only from pollinators, but from people. Where would be the best place to see it if somebody's coming to the Botanic Gardens? Well, for sure, we have it in the pollinator pathway, which is between the Brit Building and the Garden Center. All right. Easy enough. That's right close to where people would park and easy to get to, so that's good. All right. Special exhibits. Yes, we have a number of those in the garden. Sean Kenny's Nature Connects. Built with Lego bricks is up through August 1. We have 15 sculptures of plants, animals, insects, birds, and even a gardener out on the ground <laughs> for people to view. Uh, the stickwork exhibit is up through the end of the year. Wonderful exhibit made of uh, made from saplings of uh, American elm and roughleaf dogwood. Absolutely fascinating structure. Topiaries in the garden are up through June 30th. These are 12 
animals that have been planted with different kinds of plants. And then, of course, we have another exhibit called Texas Bee Oasis. 3,000 bee cups have been installed in the Fuller Garden. These cups serve as a water station for bees. This exhibit is up through November 28th. The bee cups may be purchased from the gift shop in the garden center or in the Brit building. So, great, great gift idea for the garden or for a gardener. Many, many things going on at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and at Brit. Tell folks how to find you. We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right, and that's in the museum district, folks, a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth. Plan a whole uh, part of a week, at least, in that area and let the Fort Worth Botanic Garden be part of that week. Uh, website is fwbg.org. You can be a member there, and that will allow to come not only the, the first visit, but all visits for the year. And if you get a family membership, bring everybody. That would be fun. 24-hour mm-hmm. information phone number, Steve. That is 817-463-4160. Steve Huddleston, who used to be the senior horticulturist, is now the public relations manager of all that you've just heard about, including the ducks. And so there you are. That's everything. And I appreciate Steve. I'll talk to well, you next you. Sunday. Okay, thank you, Steve Huddleston. That report sponsored today by the great people at Callaway's, who also sponsor this entire hour. That's kind of neat. And uh, great, folks. They are your source of so many different wonderful things. This is the time to add something special to your flower beds. Enjoy a great pop of color in your landscape. Everything in full bloom at Callaway's Nursery right now. The certified experts at Callaway's know that here in Texas, Cora XDR Vinca is the way to achieve this. Stop in today, discover their beautiful selection of blooming Cora XDR Vinca in a variety of colors at all of their 21 DFW locations. 21 isn't that something? You will find generous four-inch pots of these beauties on sale now for a dollar forty-eight. Regular price a dollar ninety-nine. Cora XDR Vinca is a favorite in flower beds and containers for many reasons. They're heat and humidity loving flowers. They add instant color and contrast, and they rebloom all summer all the way into the fall, and it keeps your flower beds looking amazing. In addition to their beauty, they're super easy to grow, and the XDR stands for Extra Disease Resistant. Founded in Texas by Texans, friends of mine, you can always count on Callaway's Nursery to bring you the very best flowers, trees, and shrubs, all backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So try something new. Callaway's has everything needed for outdoor success. Shop their open-air location in your community or order online. They even offer convenient curbside pickup. Go to Callaway's.com to find a location near you. Visit their two new locations in Dallas on Greenville Avenue and on Lemon Avenue. Open seven days a week from 9 to 6 for your convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. I'm Tom McLaughlin with the Callaways Nursery at Flower Mound. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Tom, very, very much. And we get our program underway. Let's go to our first call today. Brian is in Goliad. Brian, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, Neil. Thank you for taking a call just outside the Metroplex, about five hours. But yeah, I was going to say. Had a problem answering a, a question this week. Uh, um, it's a Turk. It's on a Turk's cap, and and I called it a white leaf, but it, I guess you could call it pale. 
and I did, you know, a little research. You know, it's not powdery mildew or something like that. It's solid white or pale, and you know, I know that. But any other ideas on what could cause this leaf uh, to be white? Is it just one leaf, or is it, it has it mutated to to be a whole stem? Uh, it's one. Uh, I I sent some pictures to your Twitter if you want to take a look at it, but. Uh, it's you know what my Twitter my Twitter account normally dumps directly to my Facebook page, and Facebook has been in the process of reformatting their page for yeah. everybody, I guess, and I can't yeah, see I was anything on it your now. Post on that. Yeah, I am. I am. Okay. I spent about six hours on it Friday, and I I still can't figure it. out. I've hired a couple of consultants, and they haven't figured it out. So I'll see what I can find. Um, there, there is a variegated Turk's cap. Is there any chance that's okay. what you have? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, you know, I saw that Greg Grant developed this variegated one, and I've been trying to get a hold of Greg uh, to see is is that how he develops one? Does he get a selection like this? And I don't know specifically on Turk's cap. I don't know what he did to get that. Uh, but Greg does all kinds of things. He's fabulous. He's in the Smith County. Smith County. Uh, extension office and so that's that's the way you would reach him but oh i didn't um, i didn't know greg was in extension oh yeah he's uh, okay. in tyler and and they they got a gem oh my goodness they got a gem uh, but okay. uh he he has introduced so many important plants to us and and the turks cap is such a pretty thing the variegated one is is lovely i can't remember if it has a, a variety name i'm sure he put a name on it but but it's uh, it's really pretty, and that may be very well what you have. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Okay, Neil. Well, I certainly appreciate you. Uh, I actually work for Extension and put a plug in for you. Your book, that one thousand and one most asked questions. I probably use that book once a day. Thank you. That is yes, actually the the publisher went bankrupt, and uh, right after it was published. And uh, I went through and uh, had the original uh, Word document, and I updated everything, and it's on my website. People don't have to buy it. It's there waiting on them at neilsperry.com, all the 1,001 questions. I've added 20 or 30 more since then. So if you ever want to refer anybody to it, it's there. They don't have to buy it off eBay. <laughs> okay, so. I'll do it. Good to talk to you, Neil. Thank you. I enjoyed it, Brian. Have a good day. Take care. Thank you. All right. I will uh, tell you, and, and that, that can be a part of this script because it, it really was part and parcel to why I self-published. Uh, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book, and uh, I self-published because of that experience and because of some experiences I had with my old cowboy boot book. I just decided I want to, uh, I want to have complete control over this book. I want to hire the editor of my choice, and that would be Carolyn Skye wanted to hire uh, the graphic designer of my choice, Cindy Smith. And so that was the origin of Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Now in its fifth printing, and we have the copies, I will be signing again this afternoon, this evening. And uh, we will ship out tomorrow all that have been ordered. As I mentioned yesterday on KLF, I'm not sure if the post office will be open on Flag Day, but we will have these books ready the first moment that they are open so we can get them in the mail in case somebody has ordered this for Father's Day. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I have the low price that I uh, put on. And Mike, we've got, a, we've got a line open somewhere. If you could uh, shut that down, please. Um, 
I promised that I would keep the uh, the low price through Father's Day. So a week from today, the uh, thirty one ninety five lowest price I will offer on this book will go away. Uh, it was the early introduction price when we were in delay because of a paper shortage, and I've just left it there uh, until we get the book uh, all caught up and I get all my signing done, which I now have done. I'm signing books that are ordered the day they're ordered or the day after and then in the mail. So that's what I'll be doing this evening and tomorrow, taking him to the post office. So I'd like to get your order. It's uh, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening. Uh, the first chapter is Basics of Gardening in Texas. Second chapter is that 48-page calendar of when to do everything, month by month, four pages per month, and then individual chapters in incredible detail on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. 344 pages, 840 photographs, a lot of multi-page charts. It's a hardback on high-quality paper. This is the book you get, but not in stores and not on Amazon. It will be $36.95. It is $31.95 if you order it now. Now, you can call tomorrow. I can't get it in the mail if you call tomorrow. I can't promise that I will. can't get it in the mail as quickly. Uh, but uh, the number, if you need to do it by phone, is 800-752-GROW. That's the number to my office, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it at the website right now. We'll be clearing those names about 2 or 2.30 today. And that's uh, a, uh, that's uh, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. In person inside, in person outside, online always. All of these options can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. Uh, by the way, there will be no outside service today. That has been discontinued because of the heat, obviously, and because so many people are vaccinated. So it'll be a, an 8 o'clock service. Too late to get to that one. 9, uh, 9 o'clock, 10.05, and that's the one that live streams also, uh, 10.05 and 11.10. Those are all in the sanctuary Traditional services, uh, they are, and then the uh, contemporary services at uh, 10 and 11. And so that's at sharingtheheart.org. The First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, our church, and uh, 315 North Church Street. There you are. 
At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered and feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty, but the true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. True value with Mueller shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how Mueller stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and they will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. More for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller. Mueller means more. MuellerInc.com. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Lynn with Callaway's in South Arlington. And now back to Neil. Oh, thank you, Lynn, very, very much. We go back to our phones, and we go to Steve in Dallas. Steve, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I have a question about uh, two uh, plants I had in a pot. I had a jalapeno pepper plant in a pot. I had an orange tree in a pot, and I, I transplanted them into a bigger pot. And now they're not doing so well. They were doing great until I transplanted them, and I used... Uh, uh, peat moss, pine shavings in the mix, and put topped it off with mulch and sprinkled some nitrogen granules on the pot. And now they look like they're about to die. So I was wondering if there's anything I could do to salvage them and what I possibly did wrong there. All right. And these are in the same pot? Uh, I put them in a bigger pot. I had them in a pot. They are in the there. same pot together? No. No. I put okay, them in that's, that's fine. That's fine. Just making sure you didn't put them in the same pot. Um, the uh, tell me about the pine shavings. I don't get that. Um, I I thought I read that in your uh, your book about planting azaleas to mix pine shavings with the peat moss, and so I that's what I did. I planted some azaleas, and then with the leftover uh, peat moss and pine shavings, I mixed it in. Okay. Uh, Okay, when you're saying shavings, are you talking about out of like a jointer or a, a saw? Um, I bought it at a feed store. I'm not sure. It's uh, a bag of, of uh, pine shavings. Uh, what, usually, what color were they? They were white. It's usually for... for no, uh, no what, what I talk about, and I always use the phrase finely ground pine bark mulch. Okay. And that would be brown. That would be dark brown. Okay. Pine uh. shavings will rob the soil of nitrogen. They will they will uh, tie up nitrogen, and your plants will just starve. Um, yeah, any I, any fresh wood product would do that. Fresh hardwood would do that. Fresh grass clippings will do that. Uh, fresh manure will do that. If you go to a stable and get it before it's uh, had a six months or a year to decay. Any okay. fresh organic matter will, will tie up nitrogen badly, and, and plants will be stunted, and they'll be yellowed. Is that what you're seeing? Uh, yes, sir, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that's because of the pine. That's that's why I wanted to uh, focus okay. in on that. Okay. I'm sorry so, for the misunderstanding. It's it's pine bark mulch, and okay. it's, it's very dry. It's the bark that gets shaved off 
and I, I don't ever refer to it that way, but it's the bark that gets uh, shaved off when they harvest a log. They just they just peel all that off the outside. Okay, and you're suggesting finely ground uh, mulch, the pine bark mulch. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, let me let me let me just explain it. I never use these terms in in describing. I always say finely ground pine bark mulch. That's my okay. phrase. I never vary from that phrase. Okay. And uh, since you are since you're having trouble uh, with with it and and have had trouble and I I led you astray, I'm just going to tell you right now the brand is Jamasco. That's what I use. It's in most okay. independent retail garden centers. I never get brand specific, but I feel that I need to to help you. Um, mm-hmm. And and the reason that I say finely ground is because you can also find bark mulch in chunks that are the size of ping pong balls and i sure don't want people using that in a in a in a planting bed right. so or and or in a potting soil but what i'm talking about is uh, nickel and dime size pieces or or maybe even smaller maybe maybe a dime size and and penny size um and and that mixes in with the peat and with uh, compost and other things and it makes a wonderful potting mix i see okay well yeah. i'll I'll get a, uh, we we need that. to fine tune our my my communication to you and your ears back to me. We'll have this. We'll be a team eventually. Okay, that was great. <laughs> I'm well, sorry for your help. I've uh, been busy gardening now that it stopped raining. So yeah, uh, really. I'll, I'll tell you what you can try in in terms the the orange tree will outlive that. Uh, what happens is the organic matter will be broken down. And then uh, all of a sudden it won't matter because the uh, the, the pine shave uh, pine uh, uh, sawdust will be gone and and you'll be okay. But you could add a little bit of nitrogen to try to uh, feed those bacteria that are doing that decaying. Uh, it's just such a fine line to walk before you get too much nitrogen. So I'd use a water soluble, uh, high nitrogen fertilizer and and try to um, uh, try to uh, supplement. Okay. Yeah, and hopefully that'll help. Yeah, I just did the granules and watered it down. Yeah, I'd, I'd use water soluble and, and see if that'll help a little bit. Sounds great. I'll give it a shot. I appreciate your show and your book. Enjoy. Thank it. you, Steve. Looking into it. Have a you great can week. do it, man. Appreciate the call. Right. Have a good one. Bye bye. Niels Perry's E Gardens is my electronic newsletter. I'll just do you a really quick message of it. It is uh, every Thursday night. It's free. It comes from my computer to your email, but you have to subscribe to it. There always are five stories in it, and I think you'll find them very interesting. If you're not happy with it for any reason, you can unsubscribe. Apparently not many people do because the numbers on eGardens continue to grow. 75,000 subscribers now. Take a look at eGardens. I think you'll say I do want to subscribe to that. The way you can subscribe and the way you can see the most recent issue will be to go to my website where you can still buy my book for the next few days at that low price. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. And then click on the eGardens tab. You'll see the latest issue from this past Thursday, and you'll see the sign-up information. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. With so much happening, you never want to miss a moment. These days, you don't have to. On air, online, and always on your smart device. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. 
Phone number to my program here is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Arborological Services, the tree experts your trees deserve. This is the only company I will ever let touch my trees, and they did just that on uh, on Friday. In fact, I had to have a tree taken down. It was a pecan tree that has been right outside my office window for as long as we have lived where we live, 44 years. And I began to watch over the years that a spot of decay had, had already developed before Arborological Services ever came aboard, and it just was getting noticeable enough. They did everything they could to save it, but it predated their uh, uh, coming aboard. And I finally said, you know, that's leaning toward my office. It's a big tree. It's probably 15 inches in diameter. I sure don't want that coming down in a windstorm. And uh, they said, yeah, it's probably time to take that down. You have plenty of other trees shading your office. And so down it came and they were so careful. They can draw a line in the soil and say, we're going to put it right here every bit right here and they did they didn't draw the line this time because i wasn't out there watching but oh my goodness they're good but for routine tree care of all kinds these are the experts they are the ones you want arborological services here's the phone number 866-552-7267 on the web arborological.com arborological services 866 866- Five five two seventy two sixty seven. Ninety nine years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. Austin police have arrested a suspect for Saturday's mass shooting. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP twenty four seven news desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident in South Fort Worth is blocking two right lanes of southbound 35W at Rendon Crowley. Traffic's backed up well past Garden Acres. Northbound 35E closed in Waxahachie because of an accident. That freeway shut down between Granary Road and Highway 77. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Sunny, hot, and humid today. High temperature, 95. Heat index, though, means it's going to feel more like 104. Tonight, mostly clear. Overnight low, 77. Monday, lots of sunshine. The high again will be in the mid-90s. Heat index should be around 101, maybe a few degrees more than that. Right now, sunny and 82 degrees. Police in Austin have arrested one suspect searching for another after a mass shooting early Saturday morning on a crowded downtown street. Fourteen people were wounded when what police say was an argument between two parties suddenly turned into a gunfight. None of the wounded was involved in the original dispute. Both of the wanted suspects fled. One of them has since been arrested. Austin's interim police chief says he may release more details on the case later. Price to ride a rocket into space next month with Jeff Bezos and his brother is $28 million. Well, that was the winning bid during Saturday's live auction online. The Amazon founder's rocket company, Blue Origin, did not release the winner's name. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update is at 9 o'clock. 
Meanwhile, 24-7 news coverage is there at WBAP.com. <clears throat> All right. Thank you, Dennis, very, very much. And uh, let me uh, tell you right now about Sunburst Shutters. Let me invite you to contact them. Let me invite you to have them bring samples to your home. And let me tell you from firsthand experience, you are going to need to be prepared to be thrilled. These are beautiful shutters. We have them at our home. We bought them early in my advertising for Sunburst Shutters. I didn't ask any special price or anything. I know you probably think, oh, yeah, he gets everything given to him, so he'll say nice things. None of that happened, folks. I knew this was a great product. I could tell it. And, you know, one way I could tell it was the bruises in my ribs from my wife saying, Neil, that is a great product. We need that in our house. And uh, it actually, I didn't need any bruised ribs to, to be told. I could see it. Sunburst shutters are made of polywood. It's a man-made material. It looks like wood, but it doesn't act like wood because it doesn't warp or crack or split or peel. It's color fast. You don't have to paint them. Hallelujah. Louvered shutters that you don't have to paint. Have you ever painted louvered shutters? That is a thankless task. Now, if you need to have these painted, they have a painting booth there, like an auto painting booth, and they can do it for you if you need to have them painted to match uh, an exotic school color that you have, and you just have to have everything in your house that color. They can do that. That's no problem. They can even do a faux stain if you need that. But if you go with their white or off-white, as we did, and uh, let that uh, be your color, they're color fast forever, and they're fabulous. Two and a half or three and a half or four and a half inch louver size. The bigger the louver, the fewer lines you see when you look out the window. And oh my goodness, they're beautiful. So easy to clean. They're so smooth. And they're custom fit to each opening in your house, each window. They can do any kind of window. You have a round window, that's not a problem. They know how to do it. That's Sunburst Shutters. They also are available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco, and certainly all around the Metroplex and all the surrounding little towns. That's Sunburst Shutters, 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Take a look at that website. You'll see why I get excited. Nice people, 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Are you going to prove that you've had the vaccine? The conversation begins here. Unless you've got a little car. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. Well, let me uh, invite you while you are um, out shopping to stop by Whiskey Stone. Not today. They're closed on Sundays, but Monday through Saturday. And take a look around. Did you ever picture yourself going into a stone yard and looking at stone? Probably from the time I was four years old. I did. I saw a stone yard when I was out riding around with my dad and my mom. And I said, I want to go look. That's just like fun. And it's never waned. I love uh, great stone yards. And I've never seen one like Whiskey Stone. And as I just mentioned for the Sunburst Shutters people, Whiskey Stone is nice people as well. Mike and Derek Wisnand and all the people around them, they hire good people. Did you ever notice that about a business? If you have good people at the top, you get good people all the way through. It reflects all the way through the company. Whiskey Stone is just that way. They're at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. Their phone number is 817 817- 
429-0822. But the answer is yes, we'll deliver to you. I mean, if you, if you heard about them here on the radio, if you can hear me, they'll deliver to you. WHIZ-Q.com. WhizQ Stone. They have everything from landscape boulders to decorative gravel to retaining wall stone to paving stones for uh, flagstone walks, for example. And they have river rock. I always end it by saying, and they have river rock. And that's the round rock that's anywhere from, oh, baseball size all the way up to much bigger uh, volleyball size. And it's been tumbled in mountain rivers. It's beautiful, just beautiful. So that's just that's just the beginning. Go see. You'll understand why I get excited. Whiskey Stone, again, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. Open Monday through Saturday. It's Whiskey Stone. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Ross from the Cornelius Store in Houston. And now back to Neil. Cornelius Nurseries in Houston are a part of the Callaways family, and Sterling Cornelius was a really nice friend, and everybody loved him. And when they took over his uh, his operation in Houston, oh, that was just a great marriage. Back to the phone lines. We go to Ron and Justin. Ron, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. And, yes, sir. Uh, God bless you, your family, and everyone. And my question is, uh, when is... Uh, good time uh, to redo my hardy amaryllis and iris beds so they'll be ready to bloom next year. Sure. Uh, Iris, uh, late uh, September, early October, and although they could be done almost any time, that's by far the best time. Uh, The hardy amaryllis I have done a couple of times. I had a friend give me my start many years ago uh, in... uh, Gosh, I think it was right before they bloomed. He just he was coming to my All Texas All Garden show and he dug me up a great big clump. Probably had twenty plants in it and brought it to me. And they they have they have propagated uh, wildly. I probably have two hundred now. Um, but uh, the best time there would be probably September. They're a little bit more winter tender, and so I would not wait until October for them. But uh, okay. so so I'd say September, mid to late September for the uh, the the St. Joseph lily, hardy amaryllis, and then later, a couple weeks later for the iris. That sounds great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right. Sounds like he's pushing something. Let's go to Gene in Burleson. Gene, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I've got a flowering poplar tree, which I just love. And I don't know what um, that is. Well, I assume that's what it is. It was. I know, I know what poplars are. I don't know what flowering poplar is. Well, it's got. Uh, I threw you off course, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. What did the flowers it. look like? Uh, well, they're not. They're they're like groups of seeds, I guess, that uh, cluster together. They're, they're All right, poplar. Poplar is cottonwood. 
And and Lombardy poplar is the the columnar uh, cottonwood looking tree, um, and and so that's why I'm thrown off. They have flowers that are not showy at all, and so I'm I'm trying to think what you might have. Yeah, these aren't showy. They're all right. Well, how can I help you? Let's let's try to go well, with that then. Well, um. I've had yellow leaves falling off of this uh, tree within the last three to four weeks, Hmm. and I've never had that happen before. So I'm wondering if maybe this was freeze damage. Uh, No idea. I don't know what what tree you have. Oh, okay. Well, By that name, common names only get us so far, and... In this case, it gets me nowhere. Um, I just lost my internet. Let me, it has come back up. Let me see if there's any match with flowering poplar. I've never heard of it. Are you talking about tulip tree? Liriodendron tulipifera? The, The tulip poplar? Maybe that's what you're talking about. Do you know that are the I, leaves are the leaves unusually shaped? They're they're chunky. They're chunky doesn't help me. I need to know the shape. I've got to have some specifics. Uh, Look up. Okay, let me help you the best I can uh, because I, I have to know what the tree is to be able to help you. You know, we're we're calling a veterinarian now, and we don't know if we have a Pekingese or a or a. Uh, <laughs> so, um, the, uh, the, the, the plant that it may well be would be, that's what came up on a match. And that one I do know very well. Um, but tulip poplar sounds like it could be confused by somebody as a flowering poplar. I've never heard it called that, but that may be what you have. Um, look up tulip poplar online and see if that is the tree that you have and you are in, Burleson, and they would have a hard time in the blackland soil. They will turn yellow because they don't like the alkaline soil. That would be new growth turning yellow, but the older leaves will turn yellow when it gets hot and dry. We haven't been hot and dry yet, so I'm surprised that they would be turning yellow. That would be older leaves that would be turning yellow and shedding. So I'm I am doing the best I can with a few facts, and I'm not even sure of the facts, so. Gene, does that okay. get you started? All right. Okay. It's Liriodendron is the genus that you're looking up. L-I-R-I-O-D-E-N-D-R-O-N. And then Tulipifera. Uh, doing it out of memory, but it's T-U-L-I-P-I-F-E-R-A. Tulipifera. It's a very common southern tree, but does not grow this far west as DFW. It'll come into East Texas. Okay. So let me leave it at that and, and look at that and call me back if, 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 if that's it and, and if I can help you more specifically. All right. Well, thank you. Sure. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let me get my last break of this hour in, and then we'll try to try to help you. Another Jean, this Jean is in Weatherford. We'll try to help her. Um, 
Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is a book that is absolutely and totally unlike my old cowboy boot book, which, by the way, celebrates its 30th birthday this year. That's an old book in gardening terms. It's way out of date. You need to get Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, which is way in date. This is the fifth printing of the book in a really quick time. It has sold very, very well. This might be the only gardening reference you'll need. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, what it takes to be successful in uh, Texas as you garden. Uh, chapter two is a uh, is a calendar. It's a 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow month by month. You turn the page to the next month, and you'll find what you need to do, uh, in this case, in July, or what you need to get done before June's gone. And chapters 3 through 11 are incredibly comprehensive chapters that took four to six weeks each to write on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in there. So I hope that you will. Uh, I hope that you will give this book a look. It is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. I self-published this book so I could have the editor of my choice, graphic designer of my choice, and the printer of my choice. I wanted it to be printed in Texas, not overseas, and uh, that was. It just seemed to me that a book titled Lone Star Gardening needed to be printed in Texas. So Clear Visions and San Antonio got the call. We have the fifth printing in stock now, but I'm honoring the the pre-order price through next Sunday. If you want to get it for sure, and especially if you need it for Father's Day, you need to order today. I'll be signing tonight. We'll be taking to the post office tomorrow if they're open on Flag Day. If not, I'll take them Tuesday, but I need your order today if you want it to be shipped quickly. And that would be uh, at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Every book goes out with a guarantee of complete satisfaction or a full refund. I have not been asked to refund one penny on 65,000 copies sold to date. If uh, you cannot order online for some reason, then order tomorrow by calling my office uh, 9 to 5. That's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. There will be some time tomorrow that the office will not be staffed. Uh, Gretchen is uh, de- dealing with some family issues, uh, um, illness in the family, and she also will be helping me with uh, books and getting them to the post office. So a uh, lot going on, but but uh, she'll check her voicemail. It's not 800-752-4769 tomorrow, or the better way right now is neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. He's back for the second summer on my program. It's our grandson, Alex Evans. Alex is working hard to pay his way through his second year of college, and that's at Texas A&M in College Station. Uh, he has provided for him his uh, tuition, but he's having to pay all of his room and board, buy his books, all the rest. Majoring in construction science and with many years' experience of staining and painting, Alex 
came out of the womb working. <laughs> He's just a worker. Alex went to state in wrestling in all four years in high school and to compete all four years at state level in wrestling and uh, starting out in the 107-pound weight class. This guy is not afraid of hard work. He's a nice guy as well. You'll enjoy meeting him, and you'll enjoy watching him work. His stain work includes fences, garage doors, shutters, patio covers, and corvals, painting, including wrought iron fences, exteriors, and interiors. Let Alex take care of any of your painting or handyman needs. All of his proceeds, all of his profits go toward his college funds at Texas A&M. He is a worker. Silverback Staining and Painting at 469-452-9892. Serving McKinney, Frisco, Allen, and the surrounding area. That is uh, 469-452-9892. Alex Evans, he owns the company. Silverback Staining and Painting, 469 452-9892. We at Callaway's are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Greg Polito from the North Fort Worth Callaway's. We're proud to be sponsoring the segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. I had the opportunity a couple of years ago spending about three hours in Greg's store when my wife was attending a, a regional school board meeting. And I was taking photos and I was visiting with Greg just on and off. And, uh, he is really a likable person, and that store is really a nice store. It's the uh, most unusual shape of any Callaways I've ever been in, but uh, really a nice guy, and he will help you. He's really good, knows his stuff. Let's go to Gene in Weatherford. Gene, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. You um, bet. About uh, May the 13th, I put down a slow-release nitrogen on my yard. I have a little less than an acre that's mostly St. Augustine, and at the same time, in the high shade areas, we put out uh, zoysia turf. Um, then, then the rains came, <laughs> and uh, my area that I fertilized of the, um, of the St. Augustine looks kind of like a marble cake where this where, where the f- uh, fertilizer uh, soaked in it's nice and green and where it's not it's kind of a little bit uh, light green and uh, I'm ready to I heard you say before your show that it's time to to refertilize on St. Augustine and I also wanted to ask you um, if I need to go ahead and put some fertilizer on the zoysia turf it's looking really good it's it's green and it's growing and uh, so uh, and i'm where i am between weatherford and fort worth i have uh, clay soil so uh, should i go ahead and just go with just the slow release nitrogen or do i need to add something else in with it no you 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 do want the the nitrogen so that part we know um what do you mean marble cake you have yellowing in it yeah, it's just kind of swirled where the uh, because it rained heavy, heavy. I like three and a half. No, I, four inches yeah, I, I get that. I understand that. You need to look at those blades closely and see if there are any spots on the leaves uh, that would indicate gray leaf spot. If you see BB-sized uh, gray diamond-shaped gray spots, that's gray leaf spot, and and that would mean that you need to be pretty careful about putting out any more nitrogen. If you don't see it. 
that may be leftover take-all root rot. This is not getting any easier for you guys or for yes. me to explain these St. Augustine okay. issues. And and Zoysia has the same disease. It's just about to drive me nuts. Okay, and, well, and I'm, can, I'm looking, I'm looking yeah. at the blades right now, okay. and yes, I do see. You do see yes. the gray spots. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right. I think rather than putting fertilizer out, I would put the same fungicide that you put out for take-all root rot. The, the, the generic name of it is Azoxystrobin, A-Z-O-X, is enough to get you started. But it is sold as Scott's Disease X, E-X, Disease X. And I'll come back and talk about that on the other side of the news. Stay, stay with me.